Shonisane Letole's mother, Patricia Letole, says that she's happy that justice for her son is near. And she thanked the health ombudsman for his work into this matter. And this after health ombud uh, Professor Malekha Purumahoba's investigation revealed medical negligence at the Tembisa Tertiary Hospital following the death of Letole. And he was admitted to that institution in July last year with breathing difficulties. But uh, let's listen to what Patricia Letole had to say earlier during that virtual briefing. We're deeply disappointed that these senior staff who are entrusted with providing care for the sick and vulnerable during a pandemic could not find the ethical courage to tell the truth and speak out. How can you deal with your with the human beings if you cannot uphold the truth? Where I, I just want to ask everybody who's listening. During the apart I understand that there were a lot of apathy. That umbilical cord still exists now. What is it that we can do as a, as a community? The terrible fact is Johnson is not an isolated case. The problem at this hospital has been going on for a long time, and there are other families who have suffered loss. I feel pity for them, really. I feel pity for them. Through the Justice for Shoni campaign that began after his death, we heard of many other cases. Today, we stand together with with the mother, Jiza, sorry for my pronunciation, Nguni, Twala, and Swagboy families who either experienced the death of a relative or a major problem with care at the hospital due to failure of various kinds. We warmly welcome Ms. Nguni, Ms. Kize, Ms. Nguni, and thank Ms. Twala and Swagboy and Mrs. Nguayo who cannot be with us but have provided statements to be read out on their behalf. This report finally shines a light into what has been going on at Timsa Hospital, and it can help all of our families in seeking justice. The report can also help advance the aim of the Eastern communities and activities who have been campaigning for years to fix the hospital. You were doing a good job, uh, but the only problem, uh, my son had to die for me to know this. So it is very good to be joined today by Sibongile Chabalala, the national chairperson of the Treatment Action Campaign. We cannot put, we cannot just sit on the chair and wait for the government to do everything. Not to say, I'm not saying the government was was doing was doing good. What I'm saying is that whatever we do, we need to assist the government. We need to develop to establish social movement for social coherence. Um, we also want to take this opportunity to thank everyone who has been supporting the Justice for Shoni campaign for the last seven months. For me, it's still like seven days. In July and August last year, almost 26,000 people signed up to our first petition. I don't, I will say in my own language, as a family, Rory Bua. Our family, Shoni's friends, and many people across the world raised our voices and demanded justice for Shoni and for the many other people who have died at the hospital. We are one nation which is a human race. This led to the National Minister for Health referring Shoni's death to the health of government for investigation. 
I will still say bravo because if it was not him, we won't be sitting here today. Even though there was a lot of pressure from the campaign, but he had a human heart to attend to this matter. So what is left is the implementation, which we are really uh, waiting for it. Thank you for everyone of you who helped us win the first battle and to discover the truth about what happened. Justice for our family is finally within reach. We must finish the job and what means fixing Tembisa Hospital now. It is extremely urgent. We are fighting the COVID-19 pandemic right now. It is taking tens of thousands of South Africans. I, I cannot emphasize enough. All the staff in the health institution needs to have ethical courage to tell the truth because they are dealing with our lives. As a result, they must be trained on ethical leadership. And that was uh, Patricia Letole, the mother of Shonisane Letole, who died at the Tembisa Tertiary Hospital. And uh, we are joined now um, by uh, the MEC. But before we go to the MEC, um, yesterday, after we actually played uh, that clip about uh, the Ombud giving uh, his report, we received a very sad and, and a very worrying voice note. And it seems that it just doesn't stop. So just take a listen to what is happening in some of our hospitals. Good afternoon, Fakina. Um, you know, this health system of ours is a big problem. I have a story of uh, my uncle. Um, he has a wife wife goes to hospital I won't name the hospital Um, when on the 8th of uh, January she passes away on the 9th well my uncle makes a call how's my wife no she's fine 50 you know daily checkups daily checkups how's my wife she's fine and only only on the 22nd when he's trying now to go there personally and see uh, his wife. Because all along he couldn't go there due to this COVID thing. You can't go in because of COVID and, and all those things. When he forces his way now in and he tries to see, it is only then when they tell him, hey, but look, man, your wife passed away. Your wife passed away. When, sorry to make this uh, uh, this voice not long, but it's the story that's very long. When we go to, um, to 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 the hospital to find out they tell us no the body was removed on the 8th when she died it was removed to the mortuary <laughs> you know it it was such a shocker that we were not told or my uncle was not told all along what was going on we have a death in a family and we don't know about it for for all these days i do not know whether there were it was because of claims they were making, uh, like policies or medical aid, or what was happening. We still need to do a, a, a thorough research and find out what was going on. And that a voice note, anonymous, uh, from someone telling us about an ordeal that 
their family sustained at the hand of uh, the healthcare system. So we joined on the line now by Gauteng Health MEC Nomatemba Mocheti. Thanks so much for your time. Welcome to Update at Noon, MEC. Good afternoon, Sakina, and good afternoon to your listeners. MEC, when you listen to that voice note and, and, and when you listen to the Ombuds findings, what is your immediate reaction as the MEC? Um, Sakina, I think um, let me start off by saying I, I had Shonishani's uh, mother um, speaking as well earlier, um, maybe to, to, to indicate that the report, um, that the, the investigation was instituted by the minister. So this is the minister's report, and then we, as a province, we have to implement the recommendations. So um, um, I'm currently studying the report and the findings, but so far, um, I could, um, uh, as I'm studying the, 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 the findings, I can see that um, this um, report, Shonisani's uh, 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 report, is going to assist us to close um, the gaps that are uh, within the system. And um, I know that uh, Mama Shonisani was concerned about um, the, 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 the people, people who are not ethical enough to tell the truth. So I have uh, not yet um, reached that, that, that part of the report. But I have made commitment yesterday to say I'm committing to implement the recommendations, but I should be given an opportunity to go through the findings because the findings are the ones that can be able to turn around our health system. And I like what Mama Shonisani said to say this will also help uh, other people in the province. And that, that's the issue because this is not an isolated incident, mm-hmm. as you can hear. And, mm-hmm. and, and hence, I didn't specifically ask you, uh, you know, about what precisely are the, ste- the next steps for your department. I, I specifically asked you for your reaction, hearing what you are hearing. You heard Mama Shonisani mentioning other families, six other families who came forward with similar stories of things that happened to their relatives. You heard that voice note that we played from an anonymous listener who related the story of his family and what they had to go through. You are the health MEC in Gauteng. What what goes on in your mind when you hear these things? It is really sad uh, that uh, these things are happening within our 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 health system. But as I'm saying, I'm committing to uh, uh, to to implement the recommendations, and I am currently going through the report. As I said earlier, the findings are the ones that will assist us to close the gaps. And we'll also consider uh, the the clip that we have played to also uh, go deeper and check what are the issues. Because the other thing that we also need to um, uh, understand, Sakina, is that it is not every health care worker that is um, not doing uh, his work, that is not abiding to the ethical code or rules. And um, they are trying their best now that we are in the midst of, of COVID, they are tired and so forth. So, we, we, we should also be able to not to, to dampen their spirit and just brush everybody with the same airbrush. But what we're saying, the report, the findings in particular, I was telling the ombudsman as well to say, these findings can be able to assist not only Tendisa, but other health institutions or hospitals in, 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 in Houghton.
So apart from this report by the Health Ombud, what other complaints are you sitting with or maybe how many are you sitting with at the moment? Um, I can't say I have, to tell you the honest truth, since I started, remember I'm a month or so in the, in the department, I'm sorry because I'm on my phone, somebody else's phone, um, I'm a month or so in the department. Um, I have not yet received a, a complaint. The complaint that I received was uh, on Tenbisa. One of the com- uh, uh, complainants was complaining about the ablation facilities. But then he then responded uh, to the minister to say he is happy the, the, the facilities were, 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 were the ablation facilities were gained. And what to tell you the only truth, what I've been receiving is positive feedback, especially now with 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 COVID, positive feedback from the communities that uh, when when they are admitted in different hospitals. So that is what I had been receiving. But I only received, I think, that complaint about the ablation facilities, and that was uh, addressed. So all those families that uh, Mama Shonesani mentions, none of them have complained. None of them have actually, you know, raised the issues of their relatives with the department. No, I haven't read, received a formal uh, complaint. But if I, I, I can get a formal complaint, then I will be able to, to investigate and, and uh, address. The, the, the other issues that you get is small things like maybe people have been in the queue for a long time. Then they will send a WhatsApp to the minister. Then the minister will send it to me. Then investigate the CEO will then be able to address and give feedback. So the, the, even the turnaround time in, in addressing the complaints, um, it, is, it is much better now. You see, MEC, when you say these are small complaints and someone could be sitting in a queue trying to get service at a, a healthcare facility for hours on end, and, and, and then they listen to the MEC saying it's a small thing. These are some of the perception issues that are problematic. And, and, and when I asked you earlier about... What goes on in your mind when you hear all of this? It, it, I was also thinking about what uh, Professor Mahoba said yesterday, that during these investigations, not a single person, save for the um, CEO of that hospital, not a single person showed any remorse. Not a single person said sorry for what had happened there. And Nkululeko sends me a tweet now. He says, Sis Sakina, you know, we are led by individuals who are robotic in nature. There's absolutely no accountability in these facilities. When you hear things like that, um, MEC, do you understand that people expect you to be, um, you know, more in touch yes. and, and to show more empathy, especially yes. because you are dealing with people who may be infirm yes. and indisposed? Yes, I, I do understand. Maybe I used, um, it was lack of a better way to say the issues of waiting period mostly are the ones that people are complaining about now. And uh, that, is, that is happening simply because there's a lot of patients that are coming uh, in the hospitals now because of COVID. Maybe if I use the uh, wrong word or so, but I'm not undermining each and every, I'm not undermining the complaints that we are receiving. And I am trying my level best to make sure that 
whatever complaint that I'm getting, I'm getting to the bottom of it, and they are being resolved. So I'm saying if those families do have complaints, let them submit them in my office, and then I'll make sure that I'm going to investigate. But as for the Fumisani report, I'm still studying the report. Um, uh, it's a 200-page um, uh, report with uh, about uh, more than 200 annexures. So I am trying to study it as fast as I can, and our legal department is also working on it so that we can be able to implement the recommendations of the ombuds. As a province, we are committing to implement the recommendations of the, of the ombuds, and we also believe that this report will be able to assist us to change um, the, 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 the way, the quality of healthcare in our, in, in, in our hospitals and facilities. So, MEC, um, this was quite, you know, a high-profile incident as such that it landed up in the Ombuds office. Have you visited the Tembisa uh, Hospital? Yes, I did visit Tembisa Hospital on the 25th of uh, December. And what did you find? To tell you the honest truth, I even when I received, in fact, what made me to go to Tendisa on the 25th of December on the Christmas day when we were going to receive the Christmas, um, um, I was giving presents to Christmas babies. There's one of the um, SANDF member who was admitted at Tendisa, and then he then wrote a letter to me. I can even send you the, 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 that, that WhatsApp that he sent. He said he, the quality of care has improved. They are changing their clothes. They are being given uh, food three times a day. Their, their ward is clean. And he said, please, MC, uh, can you please appreciate the stuff? I then went there. And um, I, I, I told them that this is what comes from the, the community, uh, 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 the, somebody who was admitted in the hospital. I can tell you that the attitude has changed. The the Tembisa, the ward, the ward that I went to, the COVID ward, was very clean. The staff there, there was no complaint from the patients. And um, I think they have learned. Some of them could have learned from 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 the the incident that happened to Shoni. Unfortunately, we're out of time. We're going to have to leave it there, but hopefully we can speak again at a later stage. Uh, Gauteng Health MEC Nomatemba Mocheti uh, speaking to us there, uh, basically saying that they are still studying that report that was released by Health Ombud uh, Professor Mahoba yesterday into the death of Shonisane Letole. And uh, he had some very damning um, findings against that particular institution uh, to the point where the health ombud said its status as a tertiary hospital should actually be reviewed because the systems are not working. Uh, But you heard from the MEC, she visited on the 25th, uh, but you heard what her observations were at that particular institution. So let's park it there for the time being.